0: Welcome to Bang the Table Talks, a podcast that discusses the evolving world of community engagement. Explore and learn with us as we host conversations with leaders in community engagement, stakeholder consultation, and public participation. We'll discuss current trends, best practices, as well as tips, tools, and ideas for better engagement programs. Today, I'm speaking with Gore District Council Communications and Marketing Manager, Sonia Gurkin to find out how she transformed the Council's paper-based community engagement approach to a digital first one. Since launching seven months ago, the Council has published six significant community projects on Let's Talk Gore District, amassing over 4,500 visits to the site, and about 500 visits per day. The Council has already achieved an engagement rate of just over 3%, which is a very high rate based on global industry standards. All right, Sonia. So tell us a little bit about Gore itself, and also about the council.
1: Okay. So the Gore Gore District um, Council was formed in 18 amalgamation, and it's one of the smaller local authorities in New Zealand. Um, we only have a, a total population of about 12,400, I think it was at the last census. We're we're quite small in terms of that, and in terms of our our staffing size. You know we've got about 93 full-time equivalents, but a lot of that is with because we have our um, partner resources internally. So yeah, so it's a small council. Um, we're in a conservative area. Gore is the second largest town in Southland. Presbyterian, Scottish background, conservative by nature. We are a service town for a very strong agricultural sector. So in some respects, we've been very lucky through COVID-19 lockdown and stuff that we've been isolated to some extent because farmers kept farming. Although, you know, like everywhere else, there, there has been some impact. We, you know, we are we are probably a little bit more fortunate. To be fair, that's the Gore District. Um, our rating base for the for the council we've got about I think it's about it's just over six thousand, maybe six thousand two hundred rating units. So again, it just gives you a comparison on how small we are in terms of some other councils. So, within the Gore District Council, the communications role was actually only created uh, eight years ago. So, it's a relatively new concept for this council. And there is, uh, and I was the first person luckily to take on the job of communications officer um, and have managed to build it into a communications marketing manager's role with um, oversight. There's no one in the communications in my team, but I do look after our events and our um, visitor centre staff but when it comes to communications um, i'm the officer the coordinator and the manager and the gm you do the strategic stuff um, as well as um, work in the weeds and do the writing of the advertising and the public notices and things like that so yeah it's it's challenging but an all encompassing but immensely rewarding
0: yeah, it's actually what I like about council because I've had roles like that as well where, as you say, going into the weeds and sometimes it's actually quite fun to do that.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, it, it it is frustrating at times where you are doing that stuff and you say, oh God, I, sh- I really should be over here doing something else. Um, but I suppose it gives you a good... It gives you a good opportunity because you get a good feel for the organisation and you know what's happening down with the staff that are working out in the field and out in the gardens and, and, and through waters and stuff like that. Um, and that gives you a really good feel with what your community's up to and how it's, it's going, the pulse of the community. So, and that for me as an ex journalist is really important. You know, I'm a very strong advocate for the community having its say and having genuine input into shaping what its council does. You can sometimes, some I suppose, local authorities all over the world talk about communication and community engagement, but at times it can be a little bit disingenuous.
0: So the communications units, as you said, has only been around for eight years. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's quite a leap from eight years ago to now where you are taking a digital first approach using Engagement HQ. Can you tell us uh, what engagement looked like for the council before taking this new approach?
1: Engagement for us was very paper-based. We would, for our satellites, for our 10-year plan, we would print off 7,000 copies of a 24-page document, glossy paper, and deliver it to everybody. You know, we, I think probably harking back to our demographics, we do have an ageing population in Gore, a predominantly ageing population. So that coloured our thinking for a long time that we needed to be very paper-based and, and hard copies for people, because there was always the analogy of, well, what about the little old lady on the corner who doesn't have a smartphone or isn't digitally connected? But over the years, you know, you'll know, you find now, and because digital has been around for so long, that 65-year-old person who, might, who we might have thought was not connected, well, she's actually 55 when this all started, so she has got her smartphone, people have got there, and farmers, our farming community now, you know, dairy farmers, they are working with some high-tech digital stuff. They can, you know, look at their farms remotely. So the argument that the rural sector isn't digitally connected, no longer holds water, except in some instances where connectivity is the issue. So it's not so much the user, it's more, um, you know, the the hardware and the equipment. It took a while for us to to, to look at a digital-first approach. Um, and I know that I first looked at it being the table at a presentation three years ago really liked it. this was to all Southland councils um, and and really liked it but had reservations because it was like well heck, how can I how can I manage this beast as a as a sole practitioner as well as do all the other stuff as well I've always kept an eye on it and and, and thought yeah that would be a really cool tool to have I watched other councils and the, some of the fantastic stuff that the other councils have been rolling out but it was always um, that fear of um, having something and then not having the capacity to 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 drive it you know what's the point of owning owning a Ferrari if I can't you haven't got a license to to use it um, yeah that was that was where we were at
0: and was it difficult to achieve by and to take on the digital first approach
1: no to be fair it wasn't um I think again COVID-19 helped immensely in the fact that we couldn't do things traditionally and um, a lot of our more reluctant digital practitioners in the council they realized that actually this isn't quite so scary and we do need to we do need to work be able to work remotely we able to reach people um in ways that that doesn't involve us knocking on their doors or them coming to you know drop in sessions and, and look the days of town hall meetings have long gone, and, and I think everyone's sort of realised that too. That's not to say that those that those channels and platforms are obsolete; to, they're just not the first in our preferred channel. So my mantra has been, and, and the managers are slowly coming around to it. Well, they have come around to it now. Is that we whatever we create, we create it digital for digital. But then once you've got the content you can turn it into anything you like, you can turn it into a DLE brochure, you can turn it into whatever you want, but it's so much easier when people come to you, particularly in a contentious issue, we've got a few of those that have come around, as we arm our staff with a business card and it says, let us know what you think, want more information, and we just, and, and it directs them to Let's Talk or our email. So, you know, that's so much easier than, than having staff either carrying around brochures and pamphlets and everything else or trying to defend something that they know nothing about.
0: It's really important to still have that that face-to-face interaction in some way and still have the hard yeah. copy in some way um, but as you said it's digital first so it's putting it online and then transmitting yeah, yeah. to the hard copy as opposed to the other way around.
1: It is well it's like when we had the floods you know in February last year and um, you know we, we use um, digital platforms to reach people we've got a datacom antenna, which is we're been very successful at rolling out Uh, we've got to face our social media which is really strong and and they were really strong platforms but when we evacuated the town we did that but we also had staff going out handing pamphlets and knocking on doors because that's what you have to do you've got to use a multi multiple all the all the tools in your toolkit
0: what has the uptake been like with the community they have they taken to the platform
1: okay so maybe just give you a bit of background history here okay so we had a couple of Really big projects which should have had a degree of community engagement, and for one reason or another, it didn't happen. We bore the brunt of that. We, knew, you know, it, we had an unhappy community. So the time was right for when I went to the council. Because we had some more big projects coming up. We had a, um, a new library and community centre rebuild. Uh, we had uh, wastewater consent renewal. I think we had a big new bridge across the river. Yeah, there was a whole myriad of projects. So when I went to the council with, with this proposition that, that they were ready to listen, they wanted they wanted something like that. So the, the buy-in governance, from governance and from our, our senior exec team was really good. We rolled them out. And again, because we had those high, pro, high profile um, issues, I was really amazed at the uptake in terms of people um, registering. For the site that was that was exciting um, to see happen and I mean some of the projects that we did they were we, we couldn't we couldn't put the registration as a, as a barrier for participation, because they were statutory um, engagements, you know, the Resource Management Act and things. But for the ones that, where we did, and, and I and I firmly believe that, you know, it's really good to get them to register to the site, because then that gives you the, the background analytics. Um, yeah, we saw some really strong engagement and some really qualitative stuff. People were people were giving us um, some really well thought out reasons and, and feedback and submissions and, you know, not the stuff that you tend to get on social media, which is more keyboard warriorish. Yeah, I thought. I think our community really bought into it, and I've noticed recently. You know, we're not councils. Thank God, we're not always c- consulting, and we're not always engaged. It's not always projects that we're talking to people about. So we do get a bit of a breather occasionally. But the one project that we've got now, the, which is which is a year-long project through um, the Innovative Streets Fund, NZTA's Innovative Streets Fund, called Streets Alive. We've just ramped that up again. Uh, You know, it went quiet again after the initial community engagement. And you can just see that the increase in traffic to your website, you you know, when you put some stuff out and, you know, we're getting 29, 30, 60 hits on that page a day. So I can then go to my council and I say, well, look, you know, people are interested. I can tell you how many people and I can tell you who they are.
0: And how do you go about promoting your project? So it's not a case of just, Publishing a project and and setting and forgetting. Um, do you use existing channels such as Facebook to promote?
1: Oh, definitely. You you can't you can't just put a project up on um, on our wonderful engagement HQ and think people are going to find it. There are tools. There are well. There's the social media. There's um, like I say, we've got our newspapers, which is which is our community newspaper, and that is the first and foremost because it's free and everyone gets it. We've got the newspapers, we've got the social media, um, we've got the antenna. we've also got you know, the, the, the features on, on being the table too in terms of newsletters and, and things like that. So yeah, it's a multi-pronged approach and you need to keep at that every opportunity. And of course, yeah, um, I find our staff are our business, biggest advocates too. So as long as um, you get your internal comms right, let the staff know what's happening. And again, like I say, they just drive the traffic to your engagement, your project pages
0: now if you don't mind i'm going to ask you about um, just about you know what your plans are for now for maintaining increasing your database but also uh, maintaining the connection with the community during those times when you're not actually consulting
1: looking down the track um, yeah i can see we need to as you say we need to maintain that connection with the community um, it's a fine line, I believe, that you don't want to get to the point where you annoy them so much that they go, they, they, they switch off or they disconnect. Um, but you just have to give them enough that they're like, oh, yeah, just like a little reminder every now and again. So, um, what I do, but you know, it's really difficult, as I say, as a sole practitioner to be across everything at all times. And like I say, I manage the social media, the website, and we're rolling out a new website right now. So, social media, the website, um, let's talk. Our, our engagement platform, as well as the day to day stuff, so hopefully what i 'm hoping to do is grow my team and the role that I'm, we're looking at would be a community engagement role, which would actually be very focused around our um, being the table platform. They would be the ones that would be managing that and like like I say, pushing out those little reminders at times when there isn 't something happening or Maybe just even, you know, it's really important to close the conversation too. So, you know, when you do close and finish an engagement, um, even, you know, a month or so afterwards, there's a, hey, well, did you know, you know, we're now going to start building that new playground that you said you wanted over here? You know, go on down and have a look. So, so that sort of stuff as well. Hopefully that will also have have the result of building the number of people we have subscribing to the platform. Because you keep the people that you've got there happy, keep them engaged. Word of mouth is a very powerful tool. They'll tell their friends, they'll tell their neighbours. And, you know, it's a small community. A lot of things are solved by farmers leaning on fence posts or neighbours leaning over the fence chatting to each other. Firm believer in the whole whole word of mouth. So I've got a goal, I've got a figure in my head, which I'm not going to share with you, where I hope us to be. But at the end of this financial year, yeah, I think we're, we're sort of on track to it.
0: And have there been any happy surprises or things you didn't expect that that cropped up in in your engagement with the community that were sort of a nice surprise? And conversely, uh, were there things uh, or issues that that cropped up that you had to overcome?
1: Happy surprises. Well, I just, the surprises have been um, the number of people who have engaged meaningfully on the platform and taken the time to A, register, and B, give us their, you know, Type up and give us their opinion, and also when we had the resource consent, um, that was the statutory, you know, for the for our bridge. I think the number of submissions we received digitally via the project page far exceeded the number we had handed in in written submissions, which was a first for us. Normally, we're very written submission based. People drop them in, or God forbid, they post them to us. Who does that anymore? And um, but in this occasion, yeah, uh, you know, I would say I think 90% of our submissions were received via um, our project page, which which I thought was fantastic. And um, the guys running the project also thought it was great because we got all these lovely, beautifully presented, you know, submissions that, that we could all read. Some of the challenges, I, I to be fair, I I can't think of anything, you know, it was a challenge launching and launching with four projects in three weeks that was a challenge but we got there or i got there but apart from that no the thing that i have found and hey i'll just give you a bit of background i i am older i'm not tech i'm nowhere near a it tech savvy person so you know there's some things that where when you're rummaging around in the back end you go oh my gosh what's happening here but the support has been fantastic you just like even today i something i don't know what it was um, oh, I think I answered a question on a forum and it, my name came up and it wasn't the Gould District Council, it was me. I was like, oh, okay, didn't really want that to happen. And I just couldn't figure it out. And I just typed it in. The guys got back to me and it was a really simple process. I just put my name in instead of the Gould DC name in. In the profile, problem solved, 10 minutes. So, yeah, if challenges do come up, it's it's quickly fixed.
0: What are the Council's community engagement goals for the next 12 months?
1: You know, we've become very aware of the need to engage with our communities early in projects. You know, we've, and we've got some big projects coming up in the next 12 months, um, just around, I think a lot of other councils are facing that around infrastructure, uh, wastewater, stormwater separation, district plan review is a big one. You know, projects that are sort of are going to shape the nature of our, our towns and our districts for many years to come. We want to, and I know the councillors are also becoming increasingly aware of the need for good community engagement, so we want to make sure that we give our residents, all our residents, the opportunity to feel, you know, to have input into all those processes. And some of them are going to, you know, are going to impact on them financially. So we want to make sure that they get the information and get it clearly and concisely and have one source of truth for us. That source of truth will be, let's talk. Kareera mai, or district.
0: There will be district councils up and down New Zealand that are where you were nine months ago, considering changing the the approach from traditional and going to a digital first one. What are some key advice that you would uh, provide these councils?
1: First off, I think I would say just do it. Don't delay, don't think your community's not ready for it, because they are, um, don't sell, and don't sell your older community short because they will be ready for it as well. It doesn't have to be perfect, but you know, have a bit of a marketing plan, have a way of letting people know, um, and for and don't worry if for a while it feels like shouting into a black hole. Um, you know, you're saying, here we are, here we are, and no one sees you, and no one's listening, because then all of a sudden that just happens. And then it grows exponentially there's never a right time you're never going to have enough staff you're never going to have enough time in your day but if you don't do it it's just i just think um, it's yeah like i say i waited three years and i wish i'd i wish i jumped in when i wanted to
0: so sonia thank you very much for your time today and sharing your thoughts and ideas
1: oh look thanks elliot i've really enjoyed it and i just want to say thanks to you and the team who've been there to support us um, on this journey. Um, And we look forward to a continued relationship.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Bang the Table Talks. Join us for future conversations as we explore the capacity and insight that online engagement has to offer. Check out our other learning resources at bangthetable.com.